Here we go, Verstappen, excellent off the line, as is Lewis Hamilton. He's already alongside and ahead of Fernando Alonso. There goes Lando Norris, moving out now, giving it absolutely everything he can. On the last lap of the race, he and Esteban Ocon go into the final chicane. Oh, Norris had some bailout, because it's Verstappen in Canada for the second year in a row, winning for Red Bull. Hello, everybody. Welcome back to Not On This Occasion. We are finally returning to F1. We had a week off. Today is the Canadian Grand Prix. We're going to talk about Max Verstappen, his incredible upset victory in the Canadian Grand Prix. Started in 20th place. Hasn't won for a long time, <laughs> but I heard that he heats up during the summer. So. Let him cook. <laughs> <laughs> And as well as all the other fun, totally interesting yeah. F1 stuff. Joining me, as always, is my incredibly weird co-host, Delaney. <laughs> Greetings. <laughs> I had to flip it up this time. I know. I humbled you last time, so you, 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 that was like your, your slight humble. And then there's Noel. Noel's here, too. Greetings. <laughs> I saw some... Salutations. Some... <laughs> <laughs> I saw some TikTok yesterday that had some guy in like a trench coat and big hat. He's like, greetings. <laughs> Sword of Master 123 didn't tell me that he had a sister or whatever. He's like talking to some guy's mom. That would not be me at all. Shut up. Shut up. I don't even, I would never own a trench coat. First things first. I'm the realist. I'm introducing a new segment onto this podcast. This week at IndyCar with Noel. <laughs> hey guys, so this is our new segment here today. What's poppin', homies? What's poppin'? Today is our new super red segment. <laughs> We're busting down. Okay. Okay, so this week in IndyCar. I did talk a lot about IndyCar in the past few episodes because I went to the Indy 500 and we also went to the Detroit Grand Prix. Mm-hmm. So it was fresh on my mind. It was like, oh yeah. These are super cool. I like these. Back to back. You know, so I want to talk about these. Yep. But now, this is going to become a permanent segment forever. Yeah. Even when there's no IndyCar, I'll just still talk about it because I saw an article right after the Detroit Grand Prix that the title was F1 puts on another perfect race. Well, IndyCar goes and wrecks a bunch of cars in Detroit. And... That's an interesting, interesting take, I'd say, because this was after the Spanish Grand Prix and the Spanish Grand Prix was boring as shit. Yeah. If you recall, we talked about it for like five minutes. Literally five minutes. And the Detroit Grand Prix was so much better. Yeah. And I'm just going to say like probably I haven't watched them all, but I'd say probably all the IndyCar races have been better than every single F1 race that's happened so far this season. Damn. Hot take. I didn't watch um I didn't watch Texas, I didn't watch Long Beach, I didn't watch Barber. So those are three races that I did not see in IndyCar. More interesting than Australia? Australia's might be the exception. Okay, okay. The 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 lowest IndyCar races it's Australia stellar. probably beats those races, yeah, yeah, but yeah. a vast majority. And this article puts 
I feel like it puts a little bit of a chip on my shoulder. Like I really feel like it just reminds me of those like posh British fucks in the Hallmark Hallmark Christmas movies that my grandma watches during July. Hi grandma. That are like like you know those those movies where you get the like the prince. Yeah, yeah. Master Middleton. Yes. We've got the perfect bride for you today. You're ready to take the throne. <laughs> Everything in your life is perfect because you are posh and British. And uh, <laughs> the prince. see you next Tuesday. <laughs> but then, I don't remember what I just called him five seconds ago, but Master Bennington <laughs> falls in love with a uh, fucking... Like a reporter or a baker up or <laughs> something. Southern country girl who flips pizzas for a living. There we go. She's like, I found real. I found the real girl in my dreams. I'm not... Dating these posh British motherfuckers. Yep. Fuck you, royal family. It just, it just, it's just, <laughs> the article is, I hope this makes wait, sense. Wait, wait, wait. The so article is, is very elitist, okay? It's so, posh British elitism. So this is so, so F, here's the analogy for you. F1 is the British people. The tattooed up Southern girl that flips pizza is IndyCar. And I'm telling you <laughs> that IndyCar is so much better, so much grittier, we are so the much prince. real, so much realer than I'm sorry, like, I I don't want to say this, but, like, I almost want to hate F1 after reading this article. Can you, like, imagine how this podcast turns where I have to hate F1? This is this is uh, Noel's villain arc. <laughs> like, villain arc of this podcast. <laughs> so the rest of the podcast is going to be Delaney trying to ha- t- reteach me what I liked about F1 yeah. probably before it became all British. <laughs> trying, to, trying to bring you back to the light. <laughs> That's great. But for now, let's talk about IndyCar Road America. Yep. So uh, here's here's a little fun thing here. Some drama before the weekend even started. Drama corner. Connor Daly. He is from Indiana. I don't know if you guys make this connection, but Indiana IndyCar. I feel like a lot of them are from Indiana or they live in Indiana. He is. A lot of them live in Indiana, but he is from Indiana. Wow. Hometown. Hometown. Indiana native. Step aside, all you Spanish and Norwegian and Italian and British people. He, he, he was IndyCar's most popular driver. He is him. Well, he was him. He was him. Oh, fuck. Because his team, Ed Carpenter Racing, sacked his ass after the Detroit Grand Prix. And you know what happened? It's Connor Dale, his sponsor, BitNile, some cryptocurrency thing. I don't fucking care. It's a scam. Sorry, crypto punks. <laughs> Not really, but Connor Daly brought that sponsor to Ed Carpenter Racing. Uh-huh. That's his sponsor, like his money, basically. Yeah. And Ed Carpenter Racing was like, hey, Connor, we're going to keep the sponsor, but we're going to let you go. Damn. And then all due respect to Ed Carpenter Racing, they're not very good. Connor Daly's only got like two top tens in his season and a half with them. Yeah. They brought on Ryan Hunter Ray, who is a IndyCar champion, Indy 500 champion. Nice. So a better driver from the stats. Yeah. But damn, they just <laughs> cut his ass out. He doesn't even have, he doesn't, they didn't say, oh, well, they didn't give him Alex Albon. Like, oh yeah, we'll put you in Williams. Right. They're like. You're gone. Learn Chinese. Get ready to play in the Chinese league or something. Oh my god! So I he's gonna run a NASCAR race or whatever. But that that is some pretty dramatic shit that happened before the race. I yeah yeah yeah. yeah. 
we come to practice at Road America. They repaved Road America. So it's a fresh pavement, a lot of grip, but only on the racing line. So if you get off the racing line, you like spin out and crash. Damn. So Alex Pillow crashed. He won Detroit Grand Prix. Yep. There's a multiple crashes. The biggest one was between Will Power and Scott Dixon. Scott Dixon just did not know Will Power was coming. He just turned left and just crushed him. Just took him out. Took Slammed both of them him out. into the barriers. And Will Power got the double birds out. After that, he gave this fantastic interview after qualifying. We haven't oh, even gotten wait. to the race yet, folks. Question though, do you think IndyCar have the same like media people as like F1? Nope. No. <laughs> They're just free balling it. Fuck yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they don't have they've got like dedicated IndyCar people like it's like Ted Kravitz, it's like Will Buxton, but IndyCar. No, 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 no. I'm talking about like each team. Like the drivers. You know how like the F one drivers like have like a media person that goes in with them oh, at the media pen? So like if they like start saying some shit, they just like Maybe some of them, like, but I no, doubt no. it. No, I, I doubt it. Yeah. I doubt that. Here is some cut pieces of Will Powers little spiel he said this after qualifying because both basically had to go to backup cars they had to rebuild oh. their chassis alex Pillow had to get his chassis rebuilt basically between practice and qualifying which it's like two hours yeah so great job but um <laughs> willpower said this he qualified like 22nd i think of 27 cars he said this track's terrible when you go off they do a terrible job here so they need to pick up their game Anywhere you go off, you almost break your back every time. I've done it a couple times this weekend. So they need to a kick in the butt for this place. Just pissed what Dixon did this morning. Just ruined our whole weekend. And just a terrible move. Damn. That's not all of it. Oh, God. What, what he's referring to here is that when you go into the grass, it is very bumpy. Like, I'll have to send Delaney a picture to share on the Instagram when we yeah. post this episode. But it is, like, really bumpy. Damn. Then at the end of his, his interview, out of nowhere, he just said, and Grosjean is a piece of crap. If you saw what he did in practice, he needs a punch in the face. Oh, my God. And the interview was like, okay, we're going to look into that, I guess. Because <laughs> no one had seen what Grosjean what did. did. Grosjean just kind of like forced him off the track. Like he yeah, kind of yeah. did the same thing as Scott Dixon did, except he didn't hit him. Like he... <laughs> He pushed me. He pushed me <laughs> off. And so that is before the race even started. Wow. And um, I won't talk a whole lot about the race because we've got a whole Canadian Grand Prix, but it was very good. It was like a four-stop race, which it gets a little bit confusing when you're pitting that many times. That's crazy. But Roman Grosjean had a horrible, horrible weekend. He spun out like five times. Yeah, yeah. Finished like 25th or something like that. Yeah. Um. Alex Pillow won again. And before you guys say, oh, he, he's won three of the last four races, like fucking Max Verstappen, what a great series, right? Right. Fuck off. <laughs> Col Be quiet. Colton Herta got the pole. Colton Herta led the most laps. Uh -huh. He lost the race because Road America is a four-mile track. Holy shit. Very, very long track. Yeah. He pitted with 15 laps to go. Alex Pillow pitted with 14 laps to go. And that one lap difference meant that Colton Herta had to save fuel to make it to the end of the race. Mm. And so he had to go easy. And so Colton Herta was in the lead, but fell back to fifth, saving fuel. Damn. And yeah, Tragic. it was pretty crazy. And 
I guess IndyCar drivers just don't respect each other because there was a lot of shoving off the road. There was just a lot of dirt getting kicked up. Yeah. A lot of people in the gravel, a lot of people spinning out, a lot of like interesting things in action, which don't happen in a posh British. (laughs) Doesn't happen in our current state. Now on Delaney's drama corner, I have, I have some wag news, potential wag news for an IndyCar driver that may or may not have a podcast that had a controversial guest a few months ago. Marcus Armstrong is dating, potentially, potentially dating Leslie McIntosh. Really? Yep. I was really hoping you were going to pull another like PK out of nowhere. (laughs) (laughs) The other PK sister. (laughs) Really? That makes sense, I guess. Yeah. Marcus Armstrong. Wait, is it Leslie? Leslie. I think it's like Lis, L-I something. I know. It's like a British way of spelling it. And I like, ne- oh, I never want to say it wrong. Oh, Hold British. Oh, oh. She's British. <laughs> She's British. There's Marcus and Lissy. Lissy. Guess it's out now. Because <laughs> that's, co- that's his best friend and co-host. He just says, I uh, guess it's out now. Uh. A video of them two standing listening to uh, a national anthem. <laughs> James Blair. Realizing he no longer... Can slash needs to keep Marcus and Lissy, Lissy's relationship. Is Marcus and Lissy? Lissy. So yeah, Marcus and Lissy, they are a potential item. So yeah, that's my only IndyCar news that I have for you. <laughs> and Marcus Armstrong had a great race, but had a horrible strategy call and finished twenty fourth. So rip. Damn, that sucks for him. That does suck for him. All right. Oh. Uh, now we got to talk about F1. We're going to suffer through this, guys. <laughs> all right. So first of all, here's something that we did not talk about in the Spanish Grand Prix because I totally forgot it happened because they announced this like the night we recorded our Monaco Grand Prix episode. It happens every it fucking 11 time, 11 at night or something like that. Like it was fucking weird. But Aston Martin have committed to running Honda engines for 2026. Dun, dun, dun. Which is kind of strange because I thought... The Red Bull engines, which are going to be Ford, were like kind of built by Honda. Wait, wait. They're not Honda anymore? No, they are still Honda. They're still Honda, but like. But like Honda doesn't sponsor them. Like they don't have Honda. I on think their it car. says Honda again now. Like, oh, does I think it? they oh, went okay. back, but it's supposed to be like a Red Bull engine mm-hmm. that I thought Ford were just like putting their name on. Like they were giving them money, mm-hmm. but Ford was like they were Red Bull engines, but they were built by Honda originally. Ford versus Ferrari. So. <laughs> so i don't really know what exactly like i thought the red bull engines were built in the honda facility like in japan so like is it going to be the same but like different like i i don't really know what that all means yeah some may think i was supposed to look that up before i talked about it but you know it's okay shut up (laughs) shut up (laughs) hi grandma (laughs) so that is Pretty big, though, because right now Aston Martin is a customer Mercedes team. So Mm. Mercedes might be like, hey, you guys are kind of better than us. We don't want to. We're going to give you a bad deal because we want to be. We're the factory team. So maybe. So Lawrence was like, you know what? Fuck you. We're going to just go get our own engines. We're going to be a factory team. Yeah. So they will be the Honda factory team in 2026. Hell yeah. Kind of related to that potentially is this rumor. This is a rumor that Bridgestone, which is manufactures tires, uh-huh. they're called, I think, Firestone in here 
in here. In here. In this country. In this realm. This, <laughs> this great IndyCar loving country. <laughs> Firestone produces the tires for IndyCar. In fuck this freedom yeah. state. <laughs> Where we're free what to love fuck? Firestone. What the fuck is a kilometer, bro? <laughs> like, um, Bridgestone want back into F1. Yep. They want to supply tires. They wouldn't be the sole tire supplier, I don't think. They would compete with Pirelli. So some teams could run Pirelli. Some teams could run Bridgestone. They could elect that. That's at least what they're saying. Isn't this what happened in the early 2000s? Yep. Yeah. With and the, yeah. that went horribly, horribly wrong. As we, If you listen to one <laughs> of our sprint episodes, we talked about that. So a lot of people think that this is a fantastic thing. Like, woo, more teams get to... More, more more ways teams can improve or blah 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 but i i gonna i'm gonna play the up uh, play the other side because of course i am pump I, the brakes Nelson, I, pump the brakes because i hate f1 <laughs> um i think f1 does not especially right now doesn't need to do anything to mm. separate the teams to make the teams that's not right. That's word. it's gonna it's gonna uh, drive a wedge further between some. Yeah, teams, yeah. We I don't need like. we don't need another thing to give a team a huge advantage or a huge disadvantage. Yeah, yeah. We we all say like, oh, there's new regs. Yeah, they're gonna bunch everyone together. They're not. No, because someone's gonna figure it out right, like Red Bull. Yep. And they're gonna fucking go away. Yep. And I'm not gonna say that this is gonna happen, but I can almost guarantee you this is what is gonna happen. Yeah. Because Bridgestone is gonna want to win. They're not going to want to supply the tires for fucking Williams, Haas, like all those guys. <laughs> True. So they're what they're going to do, probably, Bridgestone's a Japanese company. They might go to newly badged Honda team like Aston Martin and say, hey, Aston Martin, we want to be your tire provider. We want to build tires for your car and become your factory tire supplier essentially yeah and they're gonna build tires specifically to suit the aston martin car mm -hmm. and aston martin is going to get an incredible advantage over everyone else because the tires suit their car perfectly and they can always go to bridgestone and be like we need this give this to us yeah right now no one can do that at pirelli because pirelli supplies tires to everybody and they work with F FIA and F1 to build the tires. They yeah. don't have a deal with any team to like build tires for that team. Yeah. And so it could create what we have now with Red Bull, but with Aston Martin where they have an incredible advantage because they have all the data about the tires that Looks they like might not be a bad thing right now, at least <laughs> right now, at least. But if Red Bull are still this good, then okay, maybe it'll be it'll be good. But this is also coming in twenty twenty six, I think, when the new So if Max is still racing by twenty twenty six, it'll be a good thing. <laughs> if they're still that dominant, then yeah. But uh this is how Ferrari like dominated the early two thousands. Because yeah. they also partnered with Bridgestone and Bridgestone built tires specifically for Ferrari. But I, I was literally just gonna say that like what if Ferrari like says F U Pirelli and just goes to Bridgestone and all of a sudden Ferrari is fucking good too. It doesn't really matter who's like, good yeah, in yeah. my eyes, really. I, I think F1 doesn't need to create another, this team is so much better yeah. than everybody else. Because with the budget cap now, it's harder to catch up. Yep. So 
And I don't know where the tire, where that would all fall in the budget cap because I'm pretty sure Bridgestone's not going to have a budget cap. They can spend as much money as they want to yeah. develop a tire for any team that decides to Pay them. partner with them if that is to happen. Maybe F1 will say you can't partner with a specific team. But in that case, who is going to partner with Bridgestone? Who's going to pick tire? Them. Yeah. yeah. So, or, I, or could they be like, you can mix and match then you can have start with Pirelli tires and then go to Bridgestone and do this. They could do, do something like that, but I think crazy. that'll be very con that'll be <laughs> with the businessy world that F1 is right now. I feel like the that British, won't happen. the British fucks yeah. are going to hate that. <laughs> so I guess I'm not going to say that this shouldn't happen because it could be interesting, but for all the people that are like, this is going to save F1. No wrong. Put on the brakes. Pump the brakes. Pump them. Pump it up. Pump <laughs> it up. Pump, pump, pump it up. And now, the Canadian Grand Prix. Oh, Canada. Oh, Canada. Delaney, what did you think of the Canadian Grand Prix? I watched the entire thing. My eyes were glued to the TV the entire time. Um, Not going to lie. I th felt that the Canadian Grand Prix was definitely a step up from the previous races. Um, but I mean, beating Monaco in Spain isn't really all that hard. Um, it, you know, Max won again still, which I think the funniest thing that I'm seeing coming out of Max dominance right now is um, saying that who are the next guests on Max podcast in the cool down room? Because <laughs> it's just like, he's yeah. like the host. Oh, uh, that, that's my favorite meme. Um, but other than that, I think, you know, it was a interesting race. I think our complaints about like tire strategy and like pit stops and all that kind of were somewhat met during this race. I think, you know, the hard tires kind of sucked. So, you know, some people start on the hards. So then they saw that it fell off. And then when the other teams tried to get on the hards later in the race to go just for a one stop, it didn't work out. So they had to do two stops. So that was kind of interesting that they had to like, oh, fuck the moment and, like, figure it out. But it wasn't all that, like, serious. I mean, still, like, Alex Albon, like, OP'd it and, like, killed it on the hard tires. So it just depends. But anyways, race for second was pretty okay. I mean, I really thought it was going to be Lewis up there in second. Um, I'm happy it was Fernando, honestly. I'm pretty happy it was Fernando. Um, and, yeah, the, other than that, the, uh, the Ferraris finally did it, and they finally finished a race together. They finally did the strategy they right. They finally did the fucking strategy right. So I heard that they uh, fired uh, Zavi, which was Charles's. Really? Yeah. I don't know. I think he was still there for this race. He may be there for like <laughs> one more race or something like that, or like until the spring break or summer break or whatever, but I don't know. Like I saw, it could be wrong. Twitter and TikTok are not credible sources, <laughs> but I saw that he got, he got fired. I saw so. a lot of it too, that they're like getting rid of him. So. Which I, it could be also still, like they still fucked up Charles Leclerc in qualifying though he got yeah. out of Q two so I I I think he's still there yeah all in all I give the race like a a C C minus wasn't wasn't bad if Monaco and Spain were like D Fs or Fs or anything like that this is a C say so it's a quality pretty average race uh yeah it was better than um it was a step in the right direction yeah. I think. There were some cool things that we'll talk about. Um, Kevin Magnuson and Nick DeVries had a little bit of a 
coming together. Yeah, yeah. I thought that was pretty cool. Uh, And Alex Albon, like you mentioned, we'll talk about that in a second. I saw some people say, gosh, so great to see Aston Martin and Mercedes finally able to compete with Red Bull. (laughs) Cut the gap. Max Verstappen won by eight seconds. He still he was struggling because he hit that fucking bird. Yeah, like there was a bird in his car supposedly when he finished the race. I've seen the picture. If you can find the picture of them with the bird. Yeah, out. so he had a bird in his car the entire race and still finished eight seconds ahead of everybody. So, so if that's your idea of competitive, Aston Martin competing, yeah, by only finishing eight seconds behind Max Verstappen. Watch IndyCar. <laughs> Watch IndyCar. Also, apparently Red Bull has some like package upgrades that they're bringing to Austria. Oh, good. Great. <laughs> great. great. It's great. They're uh, going to be even better. In in the defense of these people who are like, gosh, we got a competitive battle for the win. It was only eight <laughs> seconds. Greetings. Uh, for those of you who say that, as uh, Max Verstappen did win by like 25 seconds in Spain. Yeah, yeah. So you're right. You're but right. like at, at, at the point of at five seconds... There was there was n- no time whatsoever what? that I ever think, oh, Max might lose the God lead. <laughs> Never, not even once during the entire race. They literally lights out, pulled forward. As soon as I saw Max get ahead of Fernando, I was like, we're done. Max is winning. Literally, that's where my brain went. I was like, all right, time to pay attention to every other part of the race besides that one. So this is Max Verstappen's forty-first win. He ties Ayrton Senna. Sienna. Santa. Toyota Sienna. <laughs> yep. Uh, and so my question today to think about that we will discuss to ponder: Will Max Verstappen one day be hailed as the greatest F1 driver of all time? Mm. What do you think, Noel? I think the answer will be yes for many. Mm-hmm. But who? Okay. Give give me some give me some comparisons. Like, who are we considering top five greatest F one drivers? Of okay, all time? so the greatest F one drivers of right now, or the greatest F one drivers, the thing that people say right now. Yeah, Michael Schumacher, of course. Lewis Hamilton, of course. Senna, maybe Nicky Lauda, but like Alan Prost. Yeah, Prost. And I don't think it's tough. I don't know the fifth Nigel Mansell maybe, but like a Mika Hack in it. Like there, it's close. Fifth, fifth is a little bit. Max Verstappen would definitely be like a fifth. Yeah, person. yeah. Sebastian Vettel. Okay. Yeah, I yeah. I can't yeah. believe I didn't think of that one. So those are those are the you mean, five. Right you mean now. Sebastian Vettel? He's been gone for so long. He's been gone you? for so long, and also, oh my god, we didn't talk about that. He's racing. I think he's driving an F one. He's driving an F one car with Daniel Ricciardo. <laughs> I didn't know Daniel Ricciardo. Daniel Ricciardo was, was driving the RB16, and Sebastian Vettel was driving did, his car. Why did Sebastian Vettel get the RB7? Like, because <laughs> that's the car that he drove. Yeah, that's okay, but I want to see Sebastian Vettel drive like the this RB19, one. Like, like yeah. this one <laughs> literally. Oh my god. Yeah, yeah. That so that's cool. Sebastian Vettel's doing something, but um, those are who I would say would be the five in terms of numbers. The most winningest top five drivers. Not including Max, because Max is tied for fifth right now with Senna. Goes Lewis Hamilton, Michael Schumacher, Sebastian Vettel, Alan Prost. So if you're considering like numbers wise, those are technically yeah. the top five drivers. Yeah. Then it goes Fernando Alonso, Nigel Mansell, 
Jackie Stewart, Jimmy, Jim Clark. Yeah, you see, right now I would, consider, I would consider Fernando Alonso better than Max Verstappen. Like, I, yeah, literally. <laughs> even even if he's got double the wins or whatever. Yeah. Um, I think the thing that right now, just because we're living in the present day, we're so all of Max Verstappen's current performances are fresh in our head. Yeah, we forget. He has had some like legendary drives, I think. Oh yeah. When he when Red Bull was not the best team. I think right now there people will always say Gosh, I don't know. People probably said the same thing about Michael Schumacher when he was just dominating yeah. and certainly Lewis Hamilton. I think everyone would just like to sit, think like see more like performances that no one else could do. Yeah. I think anyone driving the Red Bull car could do what Max Verstappen is doing right yeah. now and just win a lot. I guess doing it constantly. Max Verstappen's led every single F1 lap since May 7th, lap 48 of the Miami Grand Prix. Max yeah. Verstappen's led every lap since then. Wow. That's an incredible stat, but it's like so... Yeah, but his fucking car is so much better, like a yeah. fucking Corsi. But he, he hasn't wrecked. He hasn't... He hit a bird, but that's it. <laughs> he hit a bird. Um, I think... I think a lot of it too is when you think about Max Verstappen and his like come to fame, he is so new still. Like people don't realize he's still really new to the, to the sport. Yes. He's dominated, but that his first couple years, like the way that he drove, I think is so different now because he has a good car. He, I think if you um, put Max with like, I'd say if you put Max and Fernando in equal machinery and you just put them two out there together, it would be a toss-up in my mind. It would be a pretty hard fight. Oh, yeah. I think Fernando, I guess I don't know right, right now, but like, I think- Well, let's think about this. Peak Fernando. Yeah. If you put peak Fernando, Fernando and smokes peak him. Max. I think he smokes I think, him, yeah. I don't want to say Max is peaking. Probably not. Probably not, but like he might be getting there. He's getting close. I don't think he is because I think of peak Max Verstappen like up if his career ended today. Yeah. Peak Max Verstappen is like 21 when he actually had to like yeah, fight, fight Lewis Hamilton. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I want to see like a fight like that yeah. with him. And that because that is like Fernando Alonso. People rate him so highly even though he only has two world titles and not hasn't won in 10 years because he has fought. He's scrappy. And he almost won titles in cars that had no reason to fight there. Yep. So I just, right now, seeing Max Verstappen just... Run away with it. Because it's kind of what Sebastian Vettel did. Yeah. He ran away with it. Yep. And... And everybody hated him for that. <laughs> and some people on this podcast forgot to name him in the top five because <laughs> he just ran away with it. And I was yeah. like, not thinking of outstanding Sebastian Vettel performances, yeah. even though they're definitely there. Oh, 100%. I can definitely, off the top of my head, more, like, especially Senna and Prost, because they hated each other and yeah. were together in F1 for most of their time, of them, like, gru like grueling, like, yeah. racing. So, yeah. he's Max Verstappen is probably going to surpass Lewis Hamilton. Oh, yeah. he's Unless he quits early. Yeah, I Which mean, I, I just guess. think because, like, like Max got good so quickly. Lewis had to fight through and, like, get get to a point where he was getting pretty good. Yeah. 
Lewis Hamilton won his first title like in his third season, but he didn't win again for like seven years or something like that. There was no, oh, I won my first title and then I just went and blitzed everybody for 15 years. Like it. Like Max Verstappen went up exponentially. I think Lewis Hamilton went up linearly. Like everybody else feels pretty linear. Lewis Hamilton maybe exponential a little bit, like when he got to Mercedes. yeah. Yeah, like a little bit there. But like, I feel like Max. Vettel and Michael Schumacher and then like 2014 Lewis like all have the same thing where it's just like once they were in good machinery they just fucking dominated and I think we're just at the beginning of max dominance unfortunately yeah unless somebody gets a better car or somebody makes a better car next year or something or we get some young hot driver that's just like fucking max at 17 again and that's the thing I think we've got a lot of driver, like I think Charles Leclerc and Lando Norris, hundred percent, could do that. I think I even think George Russell could do yeah. it too. Like, yeah. So I I don't think that with Michael Schumacher. Like I can't think no. of enough. I mean, obviously I didn't watch fucking F one. I mean, I guess <laughs> Fernando Alonso, but Fernando Alonso came and started winning, right? And then Schumacher left, yeah, retired immediately, basically. Yeah. So I think since they're all so young, if you could get them all, like if you could, it could be good. Yeah. They just got to build the cars right now. I feel now, like yeah. in F1, we're kind of in a generational changing period right now too, though, with these young drivers. I think it's like, this is the new generation and like Lewis and Fernando and um, Sebastian and even like uh, Valtteri, are like the old generation that's like still hanging on. Like those are the ones that we're still hanging on. They're still doing really good. But I think that this transitional period, like, it's it's really I feel like it's more choppy than how it has been in the past. Does that make sense? Yeah. Like it's more like obvious of like, okay, yeah. these are the new drivers, these are the older drivers. Like it's pretty obvious to be like who's who. Yeah. Um my question to you is though, do you think Max is gonna pull a Fernando Alonso and just fucking ride this shit out forever and ever and ever? Or is he gonna pull Michael Schumacher once somebody starts beating him, he's just gonna quit? It's tough. And Honestly, there's no like I right answer. Feel like, I feel like I saw Max Verstappen say that like he's already won titles. So if he keeps just yeah. like dominating like this, he would quit. Well he he always says like I let's almost, keep doing this forever. Yeah. Like he keeps saying that. Yeah, yeah. I honestly, I see it more likely that Max Verstappen just wins three more and then retires. Yeah. Then I see Charles Leclerc competing next year and him calling it quits. Do you think he's going to try to beat Lewis Lewis and Michael's record though? Ooh, yeah. I think he could. If I mean, at this be- rate. I think if he beats it in 3 years, I don't know how, if he wins every single race for the next 3 years, I think he just calls it quits once he's done that cuz Yeah. Cuz then he's <laughs> Records are made to be broken once you've won the record. You're done. Who just who you can extend it all you want, I guess, but but like who cares? I, I think yeah. I think I don't see him. If it keeps like this, I could see him honestly retiring in like four seasons. Yeah, and and go. I don't know what else he would do, but there's plenty of other things to do. Like I, I guess that just we've never had someone just start winning like this so early. So yeah. so I I don't know. I think. The longevity of Max Verstappen's career depends on how competitive the field becomes. I think he'll stay in F1 a lot longer if people compete with him. Yeah. Because I think that will fire him up. Yeah. You know? Like, uh, 
like a Charlotte Claire. Like right now, Max Verstappen is not driving like the Max Verstappen that I know. Yes. Because the Max Verstappen I know is aggressive and Which, like a free for all and like just yeah. blowing up. And maybe he's grown or matured, but fuck that. Lewis Hamilton no. immediately went back to, I'm going to try and kill you Literally. when he was fighting Max Verstappen. Yeah. So I don't think I he's, know. No, none of them lose that fiery spirit. I think, I think once Max starts getting pushed again, he's going to that. The lion is going to come <laughs> back out. It's he is. It's just like, he's just Jay Chill. He's sleeping right now. Cause I just, I think Yoss Verstappen and I'm like, Yoss Verstappen, I know he's still firing up, kicking Max. Still kicking him, so, swimming around a little so bit. So when, when someone comes and competes with Max Verstappen, I say we could see that again, and that's what I would like to see. But if no one ever does, he'll ride happily into the sunset, yeah. win 60 times. And just be done. And then be like, yeah, I'm done. But if somebody does compete with him and somebody does over overthrow him, like how he did with Lewis, I think he's going to hold on. Oh, yeah. He's going to hold on. He's going to fight, and he's going to try to claw his way back up. Red Bull also got 100 wins. Woohoo! That's nothing much Nothing. Nothing much to say about it. You on, know? The, on the backs of Vettel <laughs> and yeah. Ricardo and Max. <laughs> you know Toro Rosso got their first win before Red Bull? Crazy. Oh, crazy. Uh, all right. Who's that? Who's Toro Rosso? Who? Oh. I don't know who that is. <laughs> R.I.P. <laughs> All right. So now let's talk about the Canadian Grand Prix itself. First, practice and qualifying. It rained. I was so excited that it was supposed to rain all weekend. I'm like, oh, my gosh, we're going to get a fantastic little race in the rain where it's pouring. I mean, it poured in free practice, too. Yeah. There was some weird shit in free practice one where, like, the TVs weren't working, so they just canceled the whole fucking thing. I don't know what the hell happened. There was, like, a minute of free practice one. I'm not even, like, exaggerating there. But, um, I mean, they, like, started spinning out in free practice, too. It was so they had to go to the full wets, I think. So I would have loved to see a race like that. Max Verstappen, unfortunately, is better in the wet. So he still would have won. He still would have done good. But um, qualifying happened in the rain. Delaney. Yeah. Your man, Sergio Perez. I know. Out in Q2 again. Ugh, he's two for two now. I think Not he's very happy three for three because he wrecked in Monaco. He didn't even make it to Q2 <laughs> I know. Um, uh. I'm just going to say this. Hopefully we're proven wrong. I'm going to say this to be proven wrong maybe. But I think the championship is over. Yeah, there's going to be no <laughs> inner, inner team fighting. I think Sergio could definitely win again this year. I just don't think the... the he He... Didn't ride the wave of of the keeping up on Max's heels too much. So this was a race I thought he would be good in. Yeah, and it was kind of like Australia where he had something in qualifying because he had something happen in Austria Australia as well. Yeah, in qualifying, and he just wasn't. He'll there. do. He'll do good again in Vegas. <laughs> it's an extra race. So. <laughs> oh well, I hope he's still competing by then. <laughs> We'll see. <laughs> uh, I saw some people say, you know, Pierre Gasly, Alex Albon, they couldn't compete with Max, and they kicked him out. So when are they going to kick out Sergio Perez? Yep. We'll see. We'll who, see. Who, who would they replace him with? Who would they Yuki Tsunoda? Yuki Tsunoda. People are saying that. <laughs> there are whispers that people are saying Yuki Tsunoda is actually, like, in serious contention for the Red Bull Like, Bulls he's scene? getting, yeah, like, seriously, like, people are saying, like, okay, uh, Perez one more season, then kick DeVries out, put Daniel in with Yuki Sonata to push Yuki 
to get him to be better than kick Chaka out and put Yuki in the following year. And I'm like, what kind of fucking musical chair shit is this? <laughs> I'm like, I don't think that's going to happen. No. No. I don't really see that. I don't really see that at all. But people were saying it. They were like, oh, yeah, I could Yuki's doing so well, blah, 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 blah. And I think, yeah, he has improved. He's definitely improved since his first rookie season. But no. We're not, we're not getting a repeat of 20, <laughs> 2019. No. Um, Charlotte Claire, I think, also missed on Q2. Yeah. They, Ferrari fucked up in qualifying strategy because Q2 was interesting because it went dry and then started raining again. Yeah. So Alex Albon was actually fastest in Q2 because he set a lap on the soft tires when no one else really could. Fuck yeah. So that was pretty cool. Uh, Q3 kind of sucked. Because three minutes in, Oscar Piastri crashed. Ugh. We haven't talked about Oscar Piastri a lot in the context of him. We've talked about him in a lot in the sense that we hate McLaren and they, <laughs> they're sucking. Oscar Piastri is just a three-year-old surrounded <laughs> by a bunch of teenagers. Oscar Piastri, that was like his first incident, really, of the season. Just an so he's had, he's had a solid season, I'd say. Just, yeah. It's been kind of covered by the fact that McLaren... I mean, I feel like, I feel like if he better. was in any other car, let's say he was like in an Alpine, he maybe actually be doing pretty good. <laughs> so maybe if he didn't turn down Alpine, he maybe actually be. I think it's Alpine's fault that they lost Costa Priestry. So yeah, that's fair. So maybe well, he is. Wasn't it Alpine that one that was like introducing Oscar Piastri for? Yeah, because they thought yeah, they yeah. had a contract, but he's like, we didn't. You guys <laughs> fucked that up. Yeah. Bye. <laughs> so maybe, I don't know, maybe he is being like, I should have just been like, oh, yeah, I'm driving for this guy. Sure, so, yeah. Um, because of that, there was a red flag, and it started raining even harder. So they couldn't set faster laps for the rest of Q3. So Max Verstappen got the pole in, like, the first two minutes, and I don't even think anyone else really ran at the end. Yeah. Um, there was a bunch of grid penalties. Carlos Sainz. Um, others. Others. Nico Hulkenberg. Nico Hulkenberg. Originally qualified second. Yep. Missed out. To see a Haas. Which, by the way, I didn't write this on the list, but Nico Hulkenberg almost qualified second. Yeah. He ended up fifth. Finished, like, fucking 17th. Yeah. So Haas just suck. L. Big L for Haas. I heard a rumor that their tires heat up really quickly. Yeah. So they're good in qualifying, but then they overheat. So they're bad in the race. They which need is something cooling that, blankets. Which is something that <laughs> happened in 2019 when they had rich energy. So Nico Hulkenberg finished 15th. Yeah. Okay. And Magnuson finished 17th. So, I mean, that's where the Haas's were at. Yeah. Because um, Magnuson had that bout with Nick DeVries. Yeah. And they both it, just ran off the track and yeah, stopped. Yeah. And like Nick DeVries finished 18th. So, <laughs> and then Russell and, uh, Sergeant both DNF, so yeah. So, uh, who who finished seventh, Delaney? Um, d you know what? It was so weird because I I was like watching the race and I was like, it's am I seeing a mirage right now? Like, there's gotta be the blue blur. The blue blur <laughs> came across my screen right after Perez, and then I saw Ocon. I was like, who, who is that? Mister Alexander Albon just fucking OP'd again. You know why? It was his girlfriend. It was her birthday weekend. Oh, that's why. okay. I did it for you, babe. I did it for you, Lily. <laughs> yeah, that's uh, that was definitely huge. I mean, that that's what made the race for me, honestly. Alex Albon. I said it, folks. Yeah. 
You got to have two stop races, but you can't require it. So you can have a guy pull a miracle, like Alex. do it on one stop and finish seventh because that's the only way the slower cars can score points right now is by doing different strategies. Yeah. It's exactly what happened. And I need some apologies to all you guys who were like, no. <laughs> I need written apologies. No, we, we need video one- apologies with tears now. <laughs> we love one stops. We don't want to see two stops. We love F1 because it's so pompous and British and <laughs> whatever. <laughs> Did I say that the IndyCar had four stops? Oh, yeah, I did. Oh, yeah. Shut, shut up. <laughs> um, yeah, Alex Albon, that was a great drive. That was awesome. And his battle with Esteban Ocon and Lando Norris was great. Awesome. I thought Lando Norris was going to take them both out at the end of the race on that last lap. Yeah, that would have been crazy if he would have crashed on the last straightaway. <laughs> oh, my God. Uh, but Alex Le- Albon said, no, 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 not today. Lando Norris had a time penalty, unsportsmanlike behavior. I got to look this up now. I don't know like, what, what did he do? happened. Because I didn't watch that closely. Also, Esteban Ocon's rear wing was like flying or flapping around really wobbly. I guess it wasn't broken, but. Oh, a safety car was subsequently deployed during Russell's uh, crash into the wall. Um, well, that was getting cleaned up and Norris landed himself in trouble after slowing down in an attempt to enter the pit at the same time as McLaren teammate Oscar Piastri a trick that is known as double stacking. The stewards were far from happy with the 23-year-old driving and handing, driving and handed him a penalty that deemed to be unsportsmanlike conduct. Okay, so that makes a little bit more sense. Yeah. I've heard them threat drivers of like, you can't slow down to get the double stack to work. So I've seen that be a threat, but I've never seen it actually yeah. or it cause a penalty. So he just like, it's, it's kind of silly, but I can understand like, what else are you going to call that? Like, yeah. It technically is like, you know, you're kind of trying to cheat the game a little bit there by. Yeah. So that's what happened with Lando. But he did. He did. He tried. He tried. He tried to make it up and he had a pretty good battle at the end there. He was passing. A few I think cars he kind of forgot that sometimes that there's like a bajillion computers hooked up to every single <laughs> fucking car and that they can see everything that you're doing. So uh, also right at the end there, uh, Lance Stroll passed Valtteri Bottas. At the last, like, second to finish ninth. Dude, literal was dogging it for a while. He was, like, in 20th. I was like, bro, <laughs> at your home fucking race, dude? Like, come on. He also got knocked out in Q2. Valtteri Bottas did score one point. He's been nowhere for since Bahrain, so. Yeah, he, he did a pretty decent race, actually. I, I heard the competitors actually saying his name this time around, so. <laughs> he was in it. He was in it. <laughs> uh, speaking of someone, speaking of being in it, here's someone who wasn't in it. Logan Sargent. Nope. Engine failure or something. It's like a first engine failure of the season, honestly. Like Basically, the most, like, probably. The there most, were like, like a lot, I think, in practice. So like, yeah. Can you guys save that for the race? Maybe like just like <laughs> let like let do well for the actual shit that doesn't matter, and then or like when Max Verstappen broke his drivetrain in Saudi Arabia. Yeah, can't that happen during the race? Right. Like, can't you save that? Come on. I don't know. Give me some uh, re- reliability issues. So here's some rumors I've been hearing floating around. Ooh, stirring the pot. Mick Schumacher. Hello, Mick. Replacing Logan Sargent bum, as bum, early bum. as Austria, Whoa. which is the next race. <laughs> what? <laughs> I left that out of the text this morning. What? <laughs> the fuck? <laughs> Austria? That's like 10 days away. <laughs> will it happen? No. No, it will not happen. <laughs> Shut the fuck up. It will not happen. Because Mick Schumacher crashes a lot. Yes. And that's not what Williams need. They don't need that right In now. In Logan Sargent's defense, he crashed in Australia. 
Okay. But I don't think he's crazy. He, so he, did a lot of other people. He <laughs> broke his front wing, I think, in Miami. But so far, he's just not been he that He hasn't fast. smacked it to a wall like Mick Schumacher <laughs> yeah. did. He hasn't blown up a car. He hasn't. We haven't seen a Logan Sargent three pieces of an F1 car flying Mick across. Mick Schumacher the- literally split <laughs> his F1 car in half twice. Like twice. <laughs> So, I mean, I think Logan Sarge's car is still in one piece. He just has a few pieces, like, broken off. That's fine. But at least it's intact. So. I would not bet on seeing Mick Schumacher in Austria. No. But he said he's open. He's like, oh, I'm always ready to go racing. Of course you are, Mick. So, um, yeah. I don't think that will happen. No, but that's that's a great that's a great rumor. Um, I wonder who started that. I think probably the same people that started the... Uh, Mick Schumacher started that, I think. <laughs> Mick Schumacher. He's like, yeah, I was Send here. Send a tip to yeah. the British media. Oh, yeah. Williams called me and we're like, hey, Austria? Austria? Question mark? Question mark? <laughs> in I theory. Think, and maybe Total Wolf is like, yeah, throw him in there. Yeah. Do it. Throw it. Throw him in there right now. We're sending him to China if you don't. Uh. Oh, my God. You haven't, done a, you haven't done a Toto impression in a minute. So, um, yeah, I don't think that'll happen. Yeah. Uh, finally, for the, I almost called it the Japanese Grand Prix. For the Chinese, for the fuck. <laughs> Canadian Grand Prix, George Russell tried his bet, tried his darndest to give us some action. Yeah. He just hit the wall. He got, <laughs> he no kind of missed the chicane. He hit the wall. Yeah. And he did. A lot of drivers were hitting that wall. I thought he damaged his car a lot more than he did and he would have to retire immediately. Yeah, he drove it all the way back to the pits. Don't know how he did that. And he briefly was back in the points. And I was like, there's no fucking way George <laughs> Russell can get back into the points. Yeah. And he was actually stuck behind Alex Albon. He couldn't pass him. And then he just died. The wall. Alex Albon, <laughs> had was he was the conductor of that DRS train for the longest time. Yeah. So. And he even had George Russell at bay, which was, a, I mean, just even more. <laughs> Thumbs even up. More. Uh, I didn't write it on my list, but Ferrari, we kind of said it. Good strategy. Good job, Ferrari. No, we're not even going to say good luck, Ferrari. We're just going to say we're not going to be mean to you this week. <laughs> That's all. So I hope you guys do well in Austria. Well, I, hope, I hope you sleep well for a week. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's a Canadian Grand Prix. Definitely yeah. a step in the right direction. Um, Baby steps. Early days. Yeah, maybe one step in the right direction, but yeah. there's a lot of steps that I think. I think we're. I think we are facing the right direction now. I don't know if it's made a full step. We are now looking, looking down a way it, yeah. that we could go in this season. Um, like maybe I'll, maybe we'll go that way. Maybe we'll go that way. We'll see. We'll see when we head back to Europe and we you know run a few races in Europe and see how that goes. So, we get the. Uh, we get the oh-so-lovely Orange Army next time. Is that the Orange Army? No. They're there. They're in Austria. But it's not like the Orange. It's not the Orange Army. But, but it's Austria, the Red Bull Ring. Yes. Yeah. So they were like the first group of sexual harassers. Se- yeah, were, <laughs> they were They were the original. We probably talked about them in the episode They were the year. OG, like, oh, shit, smoke bombs. Uh, so, yeah, July 2nd, um, the Honda Indy 200 at Mid-Ohio. Uh, for IndyCar. <laughs> oh, and the Austrian Grand Prix. <laughs> I feel like IndyCar's just doing it on purpose now. Like they're just they, like the the IndyCar Twitter. The IndyCar Twitter was like, "Hey, if you want to watch a race where people pass, tune into Road America." <laughs> Damn. So they're kicking mud too, and all the F1 fans are like, "That's so inappropriate. <laughs> you can't say that about the sport." <laughs> Mommy, I'm so mad at them. 
It's a rising tide raises all ships. No, it doesn't. <laughs> no, it You're doesn't. F. Fuck off. Uh, Austrian Grand Prix. I I like the Red Bull Ring. Yeah. Austria used to always be a fantastic race, but here's the issue. It used to be a fantastic race because Mercedes were always like not great in Austria for a while. So then it made it a fantastic race. And Max Verstappen would win. But that was the day. Those 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 days are gone. Those days are long gone. We need Red Bull to be bad at the Red Bull Ring, which I don't know if that's going to happen. I don't think that'll happen because that is their home race. That is their... That's where all their magic comes from. That's where they go and they do some seances and they <laughs> pray around their RB19 and they go, this is what makes it good. Orange Army. Orange Army. Bring <laughs> us the light. Max, 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 Super Max, Oh, we're going to see. Max. We uh, Did they ban the smoke bombs yet? Or I feel like they did ban it near the end of last season, but we're definitely going to see one. <laughs> but they're not going to throw them on the track this time. Hopefully. Over or under. How many, how many smoke bombs do you think we'll get? At, at during, the, the during the race or during the whole weekend? Over the whole weekend. How many do you think will get thrown <laughs> out of the track? At least 10. <laughs> Minimum. I think it'll be under 10, but... For the whole weekend, under 10? Yeah. I, I think like it'll be like at least six. like five for the race. Okay. If they're not banned. If they're banned, then maybe only like four. We'll see. Okay. We'll see. We'll, <laughs> we'll, be, see. we'll be watching the Austrian Grand Prix... Yep. To see if any smoke bombs get thrown on the track. Yep. I don't think that's what they're called, but... Um, I don't think they're smoke bombs. Yeah, I, think they're like, I think they're um, they're just like... They're the same shit they use for fucking gender reveals. Like, I got my fingers crossed that Austria will be good. Yeah. But one, my final note, I think, would be... Uh, ponder this one, Delaney. I'm pondering. F1 races, I feel, are best served up for breakfast i yeah i, I think i like them when they're at like one in the morning yeah yeah but i kind of don't sleep think yeah <laughs> it's fun to stay up and watch it if you do it but i kind of think it's honestly like if the f1 race sucks it's like oh that's fine because it's 10 and i can do anything else the golden time to watch an <laughs> f1 race as a north american fan is any time between 7 a.m. and 10 a.m. That is the, like, 10 a.m. is, like, the latest I'll go. Yeah. But, like, that is the golden time. You wake up, you make a cup of coffee. If you have enough time, you make a little, like, make a little toast. Sit your ass down your jammies. Turn on the F1 race. Kind of half asleep, half awake watching the F1 race. If it's interesting and cool, great. Now you have the whole day to talk about it <laughs> and think about it and get all the memes from it. But when the race is at like two or three in the afternoon, you got to plan your whole day around that. It's like, oh, and then if it sucks, it's like, shit, I waited all day for this. And now and it's it bad. <laughs> yeah. So I just wasted my whole day thinking about, oh, I got to be back for the F1 race. Yep. 9 a.m. <laughs> 9 a.m. Eastern Standard Time. By the time it's 11 o'clock, you got a few hours to eat some lunch, go run an errand. You can come back and watch a watch an IndyCar race. And have if you want to see a shit show. That weekend is NASCAR on the streets of Chicago. Nice. So if you want to see, that that if you want to see oh, some fire and some, oh my god, yeah, then watch that because I think that will be that'll be interesting. Probably the worst race of all time. So so <laughs> next episode there won't be a uh, this week in IndyCar. It'll be this week in NASCAR. We'll be talking about Chicago. Yeah. So uh, <laughs> look out look out for that bullet. We also completely did not even talk about Le Mans at all. Antonio Giovinazzi, Ferrari won Le Mans. 
There was a NASCAR in that race. There you go. Huh. <laughs> that was an eagle. That was my impression of an eagle. I didn't say this at all in the beginning. Be sure to follow us, your favorite podcast platforms, preferably the one you're listening on right now. Yes. Follow us on YouTube. There will be a YouTube video out <gasps> soon. We didn't even talk about it, the YouTube video. There'll be a YouTube video out. Keep an eye out for that. <laughs> TikToks. TikToks. We'll they're, be there. They're coming. I was on vacation this past weekend, so and they're coming. the more the merrier of everything. Yep. We're going to do a sprint episode about how much we hate Max Verstappen. the <laughs> British Empire. <laughs> We're bringing it back. Maybe for the one-year anniversary of the Queen's death. <laughs> sprint episode. One year. <laughs> one year since Queen Elizabeth died. September 8th. Count your days. Count your days, UK. Get ready because we're about to dive in. September 8th. For the roast of <laughs> Queen Elizabeth II. We're going to start preparing now. We're going to start writing them all. So, yeah. All right. That's why we can't go into Canada anymore because we've been banned yep, from, from all the Commonwealth. From all the Commonwealth countries. Nations. So, and we will see you in the next you will hear us. royal right 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 you'll hear us whatever <laughs> in the next royal episode not on this occasion to the loop <laughs> <laughs>